Real me, that one was close. Hey, docking control, you read me? What is problem? I am trying to move spaceships around. You are not spaceships. Yeah, but I'm out here with the spaceships, so could you move them around somewhere that isn't right in my face? <laughs> they are not going to touch you. They damage you. They damage station. Stolen bot follows mandated docking procedures. All ships are within safe distance tolerance. Stop being little baby. Safe distance tolerance for the fairgrounds and safe distance tolerance for John B. are two different things. The station doesn't have eyes for one thing, but I do, and those short-range burners are blinding even with my visors at full opacity. Maybe if I had one of those high-grade helmets with the full-spectrum protection, but there's no way W. There's no way my employers would spring for that, so can you please make sure no one's firing their boosters at my face while I'm trying to work? I am dealing with major backlog here. Just turn off your silly eyes and use other sensors to do the job. I don't have any other sensors. Right. Oh, yes. You are bizarre, inferior robot what is made of meat. Pardon me for not taking into account shortcomings of repair bot who cannot even manage silly little errand. Yes, it's a silly little errand. A silly little errand that no regular member of the robot union can touch because it involves a tiny, tiny wire. A tiny wire that is somehow essential to the operation of six entire docking arms, which apparently has no fail-safes and can only be reached through an access panel on the outer hull because the fairgrounds. So if Docking Control wants their births back sometime this cycle, they could maybe help me by not frying my eyeballs out! B, this is Commander Toriana. What's the deal with that wire, and why are you yelling instead of fixing it? We need our docks open. The ships are piling up out there like cordwood in a Fugamari potter's field. Sorry, Commander, I just had some thoughts about where Stalinbot's piling those ships, given my lack of full eye protection in this cheap suit. Well, that's WSS for you. Sorry about that. Yeah, that was really loud in here. Not to butt into your personal life, but have you considered asking Alfar to bankroll some upgraded EVA equipment? I mean, you're his best friend, and he's not exactly hurting for funds. Yes, he's my best friend, and he's very generous, but just because he seems to have a limitless discretionary budget doesn't mean I'm going to go running to him every time I've got my eye on something pricey. He's my friend, not my sugar parent. Fine. Sheesh. But I'd give it some thought if I were you. He'd probably think you were doing him a favor by giving him a chance to help out. I mean, he's already spent hundreds, maybe thousands of credits on space helmets, and then he just leaves them in random corners all over the fairgrounds for the benefit of complete strangers. Oh, right. So I can't imagine he'd object to you getting some use out of one of those, especially since otherwise it'll probably just get repurposed as recreation equipment. Recreation equipment? Well, we recently had to make some adjustments to the recreation and morale budget. So the High Life fanatics have been grabbing Althar's helmets and turning them into replacement pelota. Okay, yeah, I might make a few suggestions about more effective uses for his discretionary fund. After you get back from fixing that wire? No problem. I'm just about on top of where it's supposed to be, so I'll, uh... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is uh-oh? Shush, Stalinbot. John, what is uh-oh? 
Well, I seem to have found your problem here, which is that, yeah, the wire is definitely broken, but it done got broke because a nice chunk of space flotsam has embedded itself in the hull. Maybe a piece of one of the exploded escape pods? It, it's kind of hard to tell. I assume it hasn't broken all the way through or you'd have gotten a decompression alert, but yeah, it's definitely breached the outer lamina. Can you still get to the wire? Mmm, half of what I'd need to splice is trapped under this junk. And... Nope. I can't get it off the hull. It's wedged in there. Might be fused. Oh, that's just... peachy. So now we'll have to bring you in. Wait until a robot crew can get out there and scrape this barnacle off the hull, and then send you all the way back out to actually make the repair and get our docking arms up and running. And of course, this wouldn't happen during a slow cycle and we could limp along just fine at 46% docking capacity. No. It had to be on one of the busiest days of the year. All right, you can head back to the airlock. I'll page you when we've cleared the blockage. Wait, Commander? I have a crazy idea, but it just might work. And if it does, I should be able to finish this up right now. Really? That would be... Hang on, how crazy are we talking? Eh, not too crazy. Barely crazy at all, really. Mildly eccentric at worst. A little awkward at parties. Let's hear it. Okay, first of all, to be safe, you should clear out whatever's right under me, because there's an outside chance I might punch all the way through the hole during this. I mean, I know I shouldn't be able to, but, well, the fairgrounds. Alright. Amber, evacuate and seal off the area right below John B. Sector evacuated? So it's done? That's not a question. It's done? Fine. All set? What's your plan? Okay, so what I'm thinking is, I can't get this big honking piece of space junk off the hole, but maybe I don't need to. I know where the wire's supposed to be, and I think if I'm careful, I can use my laser welder to cut straight through the blockage and get to the wire directly. The bots will need to replace this section of exterior plating anyway, me putting another hole in it won't make much difference, but if we're lucky, I'll be able to get that wire spliced right now before they even get here. Then they can take their time patching the hole, you'll have your docking arms working right away, and I won't have to make a return trip. That sounds... downright plausible. Let's give it a shot. And good job with the lateral thinking, B. I've got what sounds like every ship in the sector burning up the docking comms right now, so I'm really glad it's not HF out there dealing with that wire. 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 Yes, alright. And laser on. Good wire. clean beam. Wire. Wire. Alright then, start the hey, cut. Hey, John, you ever get that thing Good where you say a word enough times that it just doesn't cut. sound like it means anything anymore? First line down. Now from wire. the other direction. Okay. Wire. wire. Got it. So just one oh. more and this piece should start Not to separate. Not I recognize anymore. What the hell? What what hell? Uh, one of the lines I cut in the junk is still glowing. It should have cooled instantly once the laser was off. Maybe something in the metal? Just an odd alloy? No, no, this isn't... Oh, why is it... It looks like the reaction is expanding. Uh, I'm gonna back away here. It's... Yeah, I think there's some kind of material in the bit I cut that's been activated by the laser, and it's glowing red, and, and it's getting redder. John? This is Amber? On the bridge? Did you see any kind of coat on the scrap near where you were cutting? 
there were different groups of numbers and letters all over the thing. Right where I was cutting, it says JD-X. JDX, John? You need to move fast? That's hexronitrostilbene? It activates in vacuum? And if there's part of an old escape pod, you're just basically let a fuse to an unfired explosive bulb? John, get the hell out of I'm there moving. right now! I'm moving, I'm moving! <laughs> Gemini Collision Works presents Life with Alstar Season 2 Episode 18 Space Hat with Air uh, uh, Okay, okay, guidance jets, guidance jets, where's the... Uh, oh, okay, I think I'm good on the x-axis. Now a little more on the z, and... Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Okay. You there, B? Status report? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. That blast sent me spinning pretty hard. It took me a minute to get stable. At least I didn't lose my lunch. I think living with Althar has given me a pretty invulnerable stomach. Thank Jones for small favors. Where are you? Uh, I'm facing the station, straight on. But I'm still moving away from you at a pretty good clip. Well, engage your thrusters and get back here. I've got a lovely stack of instant report forms I could use your input on. Yeah, sorry. I'll be back in... Uh, huh. Just a sec. Well, that's interesting. Negative function on the dorsal thruster pack. Let me try this again, and... Nope. Nothing. Is the pack damaged? Doesn't seem to be. I mean, obviously I can't see it from in here, but I don't think it took any of the hit. And I'm not getting any error messages on the readout. It's just not firing. Can you use the guidance jets? Well, they're not meant for propulsion. They just spin me around my center of gravity on one of the three axes. Which might be fun under some circumstances, but it isn't going to get me back to the airlock. Although, I guess if I fired both the right and left Y-axis jets, they would add up to forward thrust. Great. Try that. The thing is, the guidance system propellant is only at 6%. I used up most of it stopping my spin. On the other hand, that means those jets are definitely still functional, unlike my main thruster pack, so here goes. Okay, now the propellant is at 0%, and I'm moving away from you at a somewhat reduced clip. Well, it was worth a shot. Okay, just sit tight. I've already had Amber wake HF up. He's on his way down. Oh, Strees, really? You didn't need to do that. I haven't even gone through the checklist yet. I'll probably have it fixed by the time HF gets there. He's just gonna show up and be cranky. Hardy Fox doesn't need to be dragged out of bed to be cranky. That's his natural state of existence. And I'd rather have him on deck, just in case. You run through your checklist and let me know if you manage to get moving. I mean, moving in the direction we want you to be. Otherwise, I'll call back once HF gets here. Sure thing. Bridge out. Right. The checklist. What's the handy-dandy acronym they teach you for this one? Alright. Help. Okay, so H stands for Hard Reboot. Let's go with that. And now we try the propulsion pack. And nothing. Okay, okay. Next is E stands for Enter System Override Code. So... Code entered... 
System locks are now removed, so bypasses are enabled. And try the pack. Um, two more possibilities then. Next we have L, stands for logout. Okay, so I'm taking the suit off my personal settings and returning it to factory standard. And now the pack should be able to ignite. Well, damn. One last letter, P. And P stands for... Stands for... Oh, God damn it! what the hell was P for? Hey, John, what was that about, P? You having trouble holding it in in the suit? That's why you're supposed to wear the device. No, I had that on, HF. I was trying to remember... Okay, good, because take it from me, the smell never comes out. Now, I don't know why I got dragged out of bed for this, because your EVA training course should have taught you the helpful acronym we all remember in case of main thruster unit failure. I bet even Miss Sophie knows it. Don't you, Miss Sophie? Yes, you do. Oh, you're so smart. No, I went through the you're first so three. I just couldn't remember so the last All right. So the thing you want to remember is help. And now that's not what you should be yelling, but the four steps to try and reignite a non-functional EVA propulsion pack. So the first thing is your H. Yep, I now, already did this it. is for hard reboot. Mm-hmm. So just hit the reboot, and nine times out of ten, when the higher functions come back up, you should be able to control the pack. Yeah, I did that one, HF. What I need to know now did is... Did that, huh? And no go? Nope. Right. So next we move on to E. Now, E is for mm -hmm. Enter System Override Code. That's yeah. so in case the HF, normal system pathways this. have a problem, the higher functions yep. can try and work around it and find a new way to make the connection. You do that, yeah. and seven times out of ten, it'll make a new connection and you can blast your way back. Yeah, I've done that one too, HF. Would you just tell me wow. what... That one didn't work either. Okay, it's looking serious. Luckily, we got L. Yes, 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 we do. Yes, we do have L. <laughs> Even Miss Sophie knows what L stands for. Yeah, HF and I know what that stands for well, too. Well, see, L I'm... is for logout. That is, sign out of your account so the suit drops all the personal settings you've put in to customize it for yourself. Mm -hmm. It'll go back to factory presets it and sure will. five times out of ten, you can get it to ignite. I did that, HF. I did all of that. I remembered the damn acronym. Now what I need some actual help with is remembering what the P stands for. I tried H, I tried E, I tried L, and none of them did anything. So what the hell is P? I assume it works three times out of ten? Uh, no. No, it doesn't. Well, uh, kid, I'm not surprised you don't remember it. It's actually kind of a joke. A joke? Yeah. And not a really funny one right now, either. I, I mean, it never was funny, really. But, yeah. P stands for pray. Because if you already tried the first three things, there's not really anything else you can do. Pray? Yeah. I mean, I always found it offensive. Like, they only came up with the joke so they could make the acronym hard to forget. And on top of it, you know, <laughs> atheist here. I mean, if you're not and you do pray, you could try it, but, you know. No, I don't. I'm an agnostic. Ah, pfft. Hey, B, when you get back, remind me to give you a relatively painless but very deliberate swat to the back of your head. Agnostic, my eye. So, what's next? Well, uh, now me and the commander are going to have to take some time to think about it and consult the databases. 
Ugh. Well, could you make it as fast as you can, please? Relax, kid. You should have at least a day's worth of oxygen. We've got plenty of time to get you sorted out. Yeah, but this cheap EVA suit is so uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. Pain in the ass to wear. Literally, sometimes. You ever try a top-of-the-line unit? Uh, no. They're that much better? Well, they're comfy and you can really move in them. And full of high-tech extras like you wouldn't believe. I mean, they give you the numbers on everything. Your status, status of everything around you, status of every nearby star and planet, status of your mother's sister's cousin's ex-mother-in-law. When I first came out here, I decided to invest in one for myself. Figured I'd be doing enough EVAs to make it worthwhile. But Mang, what I spent on that thing? I mean, it makes sense. They're all custom-made, so they fit like you wouldn't believe. And there's no way to do that at a discount. But the thing is, when you're in a vacuum, wearing something so... unobtrusive kind of feels like you're completely nude. Which then puts you in a weird state of comfort and discomfort at the same time. Unless you're into that. I wish I was in one of those now. It can't be worse than this. Nah, you don't want one of those. Says you. You've got one. Yeah, and I hate it. Also, if you'd been in a more expensive suit, we probably wouldn't be talking right now. All that smart mesh and those top-of-the-line gigaws? Great for mobility and comfort, but fragile as hell. That explosion wouldn't have just borked your trajectory. It would have probably done enough damage to take out the central processor, and that means you lose control of every system in the thing, starting with life support. So don't knock the big dumb suit. They're a pain in the ass, but they're built for endurance. And if anything goes wrong, you can at least get under the hood and poke around. You can't even look at one of these new jobbies unless you've taken an eight-year degree in personal environment technology. And even then, you need about eight different specialists to run a simple maintenance check. Why do you think I avoid using mine as much as I can? I thought it was your space shingles. Well, there's that too. Damn nuisance. Okay, but I can't get under the hood of the suit and poke around when I'm already wearing it. That is a problem. What are you two talking about? Spacesuits. Hey, Mindy, you got any pet technicians here? I treat all my technicians equally, Hardy Fox. No, Mindy. Personal environment technology. For the hoity-toity suits. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, league policy says I have to keep four of them on staff at all times. Between them, they can maybe fix a third of a suit. Most of the time, they just sit in their office playing 3D cribbage. Oh yeah? They any good? No sharking on my station, HF. Anyway, why were you asking? Could they maybe help John? Nah, any decent robot with a good head on its shoulders could do a better job. Did someone mention a robot could help? Not you, Stalinbot. You don't qualify. Have you tried Frawl? I mean, I know their ways are pretty damn mysterious, but... Unfortunately, Frawl, for whatever inscrutable, frawly reason, has taken up powder and isn't responding. Yeah, don't bother, Frawl. They probably wouldn't be any less inscrutable if they were there. So, HF, no more ideas? Well, the commander's got some folks looking through the fairgrounds records of similar incidents, but, um, yeah, I'm gonna keep thinking, but nothing's coming right now. Sorry, kid. You keep thinking, too. Honestly, you're better at improv in these situations than I am, so see what you could come up with, okay? I'm going to take Miss Sophie for a walk, and maybe that'll jog something loose. I'll let yeah. you know as soon as we have any news, John. Bridge out. See what I can come up with. Yeah, sure.
What have I got here? Well, let me see what the suit says. It says that the propulsion controls are working fine, so... Press button again, and... Nothing. And it says that the propulsion pack is fully fueled and operational, so one more time with that button. Still nothing. So, the problem is somewhere in between the controls on my arm and the propulsion pack on my back. And since the controls are the only part of that system I can actually reach from inside the suit, that would seem to indicate that my options are limited to approximately jack, within a standard deviation of squat. So yeah, I think my work is done here. Now figure out how you're bringing me back, guys. Hey, HF, Commander, you got anything for me? What? Oh, no, dearie, it's Mrs. Frondernax here. Why? What are you doing on the bridge? Oh, just making the rounds, you know. I stopped in to say howdy-do, but when I showed up, everyone was just whipping about in the wind. So I thought it'd be best to park myself out of the way in the corner for a little while and see if I could figure out what all the fuss was about. No one seems to pay me any mind. In fact, no one even bothered to say hello. Oh, I know they're busy, but still. Oh, and speaking of busy, you're having a bit of an adventure, aren't you? How's the cold, dark, empty void treating you today? Well, it's pretty dark and pretty empty, all right. I can see the fairgrounds moving away from me, not too fast, but faster than I'm comfortable with. Apparently they've got the docking bays open again, because it looks like most of the ships that were stacked up outside have gotten in. <laughs> oh, why is it, dearie? Ah, sorry. Didn't mean to scare you, I just had a minor collision with a frozen vent biter corpse. There's a whole belt of debris out here left over from our Christmas adventure. Oh, what a lovely time that was. Really? So you actually did wind up enjoying yourself, huh? I mean, before the whole we almost got eaten or exploded thing. I know I was a bit cranky at first, but you really sold me on it. I had no idea humans had an entire plant-centric holiday. In fact, I can't wait for Christmas this year. I have some very, very big plans for all of you. It's going to be so much fun. You want to let me in on those plans now? There's a distinct possibility I won't be making it. Oh, nonsense, Johnny. I'm sure you'll be back here in two shakes of a petiole. I can hear the commander and HF having a very reasonable discussion about your situation right this minute. No way are we trying that, Mindy. They're off by half a millimeter, and he'll be turned inside out, literally. And what's your big idea again? Get a ship to drop a 1.5 kiloton load behind him? Just how many pieces do you want him back in? Because if it's five or fewer, I'd say your plan is a few kinks to work out. Well, there seem to be a few snacks in the discourse. But I'm sure they'll have it sorted out very, very soon. Uh, yeah. Actually, Johnny, if you don't mind, I'd like to make a little suggestion. Sure, Mrs. F. Right now, I'll take anything. One word. Photosynthesis. Uh, doesn't that require a certain amount of sunlight? Well, yes, or the artificial equivalent. But just as important to the process is the part you could be working on right now. Learning to breathe carbon dioxide. Really, it's so easy once you get the hang of it. 
I mean, you never know until you try, right? Yeah. I think if I'm out here long enough, I'm going to be forced to try anyway. Oh, but why wait? Get a jump on it now. It'll be so much easier if you do it on your own volition. Mrs. F? What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be on the bridge unless you're invited? Oh, darling little Amber, don't be a silly. No, really? It's an important rule? I'm being serious? As a bridge officer, only staff and crew with command level access are permitted entry? I'll have to call security? Oh, what could I possibly be doing down here that would cause any kind of bother? I'm just having a quick look in on all my friends. Amber, why make trouble? Plant lady is so sweet and harmless. What mm -hmm. damage can she do to the bridge? She is here for friendly chat. It is not like in olden days when sweet innocent types were used as secret agents. Uh, hmm? What? Mrs. Frondrenax, what you are seeing is what you are getting. Uh, oh, my! What a, what a simply bizarre thing to say! I, it's a secret agent? You mean like a spy? Oh! Oh, that's silly! It's so silly! It's so very silly that I have to leave right now to go tell all my friends about it! <laughs> oh, hey! Meatbot! I have something for you! A rescue plan? I'd just as soon wait until the commander and HF come up with something. No offense. No, 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 no. It's not escape plan. But I thought you might be feeling a little depressed floating alone out there, so I called friend over to help cheer you up. Herzog but He always is making me feel better. Okay... I mean, I literally can't stop you, so... Trust me, he is funny guy. Werner, come and tell John B. what you are telling me. It is classic. Here, here he is. Hello, John B. You ought to be envied. You plunge with such unconscionable stupidity into the unknowable darkness that you cause the exotic and chaotic void to shudder in a horrible scream of lunacy. You'll break through the thin ice of your own existence and find beneath an ocean of fire, raging in the torment of interstellar collapse, a disgusting miasma of superficial truths, ugly landscapes, and stunted evolutionary paths. Maybe I'm nuts, but this actually is making me feel better right about now. If you are even to return from the brink of this endless void, what would you come back to? A harmonyless landscape of cheap emotion with all the charm of the Kate detritus left to melt in the undifferentiated torpor in the soap dish. Your dignity is nothing but a cul-de-sac devoid of virtue, a ruin of what passes for civilization, the overwhelming obscenity of the unilluminated passionless fury of cloud. channel, Herzog bot. Who the hell let him talk to John? And where the hell is Fall? <clears throat> Sorry, John. HF and I were just working a few things out. Yeah, I heard some of that working. So, did you come up with anything yet that didn't involve dismemberment or complete body aversion? Uh, not so much yet, kid. But don't worry, we've got...
got all the smartest people on the station working on it. Is there no chance of a small ship or a shuttle working on it? There must be some kind of spacecraft docked at the fairgrounds capable of rescuing a single person. Yeah, well, a funny thing about that, kid. Single person is kind of the problem here. It's a matter of scale, B. You're a really tiny target. We have some experience in this, I'm afraid. You aren't the first person in my time here to wind up in this exact situation. You're the seventh. Oh. Okay. So then you already know how to get me back, right? Just do whatever worked before. So what worked before? How many of the other six got rescued? Alive? Yeah, it hasn't worked out so well before. Tried a shuttlecraft, couldn't get close enough to the guy without catching him in the steering thruster backwash, which it did. What a mess. Shuttlecraft at a distance with an external manipulator arm? Got a hold of the man. Solid grip, but then the grip just... kept gripping. Those arms are built to wrench open rusted bolts, that kind of thing. They don't really do fine pressure control. Very unpleasant. I really thought the towline attempt from the Solo Sharpship would work. Yeah, but they couldn't get the speed right and... <laughs> whoa. Just stripped the suit right off of him. And then most of his flesh. And then... Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you tried six methods and they all killed the person stranded out here. Five methods, actually. We tried the tow rope one more time. I just really thought that one would work. Okay. Okay. But either way, whether you try one of those again or come up with some other stupidly dangerous method, wouldn't it be better to possibly kill me in a rescue attempt rather than leave me to definitely die as I drift interminably off into deep space? I mean, maybe. Yeah. It's your decision, kid. But consider... That dying while floating away probably means gradually and peacefully falling asleep once your oxygen runs out. And a rescue attempt to date has meant getting horribly crushed or mangled. So the point is not exactly moot. Gotcha. I wish Frawl would decide to manifest themselves. Even at their most obtuse and unhelpful, they're sometimes pointing me in the right direction. Although a lot of the time they're just jerking me around. And I never know which one it is until much later, if ever, still. Don't worry about it, Commander. I think if they could help me, they would have already. Don't worry, kid. I'm sure we'll figure something out. I mean, it's not like dozens of people aren't rescued from space drift every day all over human space. It just hasn't quite worked out so well here on the HEC. But we're gonna get you back. I'm sure of it. Bridge out. Okay, you know, when I've had that nightmare about dying alone in space, this definitely does not resemble what I was imagining at all. Alright, John B. This is it. The jig is up. Jig? What jig? Dormer, is that you? Please be aware that even though you are not physically present, anything you say may be recorded and used in evidence against you. What the hell? John B. We are charging you with the commission of 347 criminal acts while in residence on the Human Exchange Concourse. How exactly are you going to arrest me over comms? According to Article 758C of the LOH General Code, physical presence is not a requirement for the initiation of arrest proceedings, Cassine. 
Okay, then what are these 347 criminal acts? When was I supposed to have done them? Every single one of these crimes has occurred on the fairground since you have been in residence. Uh-huh. And how many total unsolved crimes have occurred on the fairground since I've been in residence? Uh... the 347. You are obviously a perfidious and highly efficient criminal mastermind, Cassine. And we finally caught up with you! Giving us a perfect clearance rate! Booyah! <laughs> So why don't you save us all the trouble of going through a long, tedious trial? We all know you were in the right place at the right time. And where and when exactly was that? The HEC! Any and all times between 14 months ago and today! Right. Okay, I see what's going on here, and no, just because I might be, might be embarking on a new career as a piece of space junk, again, no, I am not going to confess to 347 different unsolved crimes just to help you goons clear out your files. Might be? Might be. We heard it was a pretty sure thing. Yeah, with, with all due respect, Cassine, you're dead meat. Heard? From who? A confidential source with plenty of dirt. So it'll be much easier on all of us if you just confess right now. No! Please? Corporal Ness, Corporal Dormer, you will not use John B. as a patsy. We fully intend to return him to the fairgrounds, and not one of those charges could possibly stick when he does. Get out of here and do some of the actual security work you excel at, like finding small children with popsicles under some archaic syntax. Sorry about that, B. Anyway, well, I've got you. You'll never guess who just happened to drop by the bridge. Because they were in the neighborhood. You're almost certainly right. Who? Hey, John B. How's it floating? Ship? What are you doing on the bridge? Well, me and some of the gang from the Egg, we... we decided to take a little constitutional around the station together. Oh, really? Some of the gang. Let me be sure I'm getting this. In the middle of the day, all you decided to ditch the electric egg and just go for a walk? We do it all the time, John. Uh-huh. So who's minding the store? Hey, Mang. We're not the only people who work at the egg. It's not like we're there 28 hours a day. I know that Bubbles usually is, and I'm pretty sure I heard her there with you. Yup, I'm here, alright. Okay, Bubbles, you're a mixology bot. You're not exactly built for easy relocation, you don't even have wheels. So how did you end up on the bridge again? What do you mean, John? You see me get around when I need to. Yeah, so why exactly did you need to this time? Are you folks sure you didn't maybe hear something about my situation? Maybe something about how it's so hopeless you should probably take the chance to say goodbye? Which would be news to me, since the commander keeps going out of her way to assure me I'm definitely going to be rescued. Man, that is just some paranoia, boya. We zoos from the egg need a periodical perambulation to clear the crania. In space is not so sanctified by the holy trinity of song, intoxicants, and the occasional artery-clogging amuse-bouche. Stops, you haven't had a clear cranium in the 14 months I've known you. Johnny, there's clear and...
members. Here. You clear? As Putrescene. John, honestly, we just happened to be walking around the heck, happened to be near the bridge, and when Commander Toriana just happened upon us and said you were having a bad day, we thought that maybe we could cheer you up. Everything's paddock. <laughs> just walking by? It's a hell of a walk. It's all the way at the bottom of the fairgrounds, or at the top, whichever way you're looking at it. Some of us got a lot of legs, man. They need a lot of stretching. Also, considering the amount of peanut butter some of us consume... Sure. Just saying. I know you're not exactly consuming it as a foodstuff, but you are still consuming it, you know? Those calories gotta go somewhere. They go to the place that all the music goes to. Shangri-La. So, all of you were just in the neighborhood of the bridge and decided to pop in? That's the only reason you're calling. Not because someone maybe swung by the egg to give you the heads up that I was in dire peril out here? Guys, you weren't exactly being subtle. I mean, okay, we heard from Mrs. F that maybe things were looking not so great. Like, you know, you were in the schnets, yeah, but still. We heard you were gonna be a-okay, eventually. And back on the fairgrounds in no time at all. She never said you'd be stuck out there forever, really. So what exact terminology did she use? Death me. But you brought her along? Listen, John, you shouldn't take that too seriously. This was Mrs. Frondernax talking, yeah? I mean, who knows what dead meat really means to a plant? Yeah. But okay, I'll admit we all thought that was a little concerning. So you came to say goodbye to me? Well, maybe we thought, just in case... But look, the commander says that Mrs. F was totally exaggerating. Was she? Commander Minde says she is reticulating the most spectacularly louver rescue plan since Keith Ralph called up Jeff Beck. Is she? Yeah. So, like, we're not here to say goodbye, man. Right. We're here to say... Hello! Hello! And then we're just gonna pony our bad selves right back to the egg. As soon as possible. I'm not too tired about the second string we left on duty. I mean, we didn't leave them unsupervised. Who's supervising with all of you here? Mrs. Frondernax. Uh, and Althar. What? Althar's already heard about this? And he's pulling a shift at the egg? Yeah, man. We asked the zoo if he wanted to juggle along, but he wasn't climbing that spout. He said we should go first, and then he could drop in later if he needed to. If he needed to. But we'll let him know we talked to you, and you're doing just fine. I'm not! Okay. So John, would you mind excusing me for a moment? I have to check in on the status of the rescue operation. Sure thing, Commander. I'll just take a minute to check on the status of my equally real invisible friend. Ogorth the Unquenchable. 
Of all the numerous ways I imagined my increasingly inevitable demise in the pitiless void of space, it never occurred to me this much social awkwardness might be involved. I could do without having to be polite while everyone I know lies to my face. Almost everyone I know. What's going on with Althar? I would have expected him to make a beeline to the bridge the second he heard about this. Although, maybe he doesn't want to distract the crew. It sounds like they're having a hard enough time finding a non-lethal rescue method without having to keep the galaxy's most chipper monstrosity out of their field of vision. L.O.B.? Present. Okay. So, no luck yet, but we're still looking. Looking for... Well, we know for sure now that the fairgrounds isn't equipped with any kind of spacecraft that would be able to pick you up. In one piece, anyway. I... I think that goes without saying. So we've put out a general call to all currently docked and incoming spacecraft. Like I said before, today's been really high traffic. And with so many different ships here, I'm sure somebody must have some kind of device or technique or rescue pod. Something that we can make use of. If we can meet that price. Oh, great. So how big is the company budget for rescue operations? Tiny or non-existent? The second one. You're a citizen of the fairgrounds, John. Of course, we'll take responsibility for the cost of rescuing you. If someone comes up with a guaranteed rescue method. Oh. Okay, thanks. But you haven't gotten any offers yet. Uh, no, we have. Uh, there were a couple different mercenary types who said they could definitely get you back here for 50,000 credits. But they backed out of it when we specified you'd have to get back alive and unmangled for them to get paid, so... So, no offers that are what you'd call viable. Yet. This... is looking less and less like a successful rescue operation. Nah. These things just take time, you know. People are rescued from deep space floats every day. All over the galaxy. Dozens of them. Not here yet, for some reason. I know. You said that. So, here's a thought. Is it maybe possible that you've all known for a while now that there's absolutely no way you'll be getting me back, and you've all just been trying to make it easier on me by lying about it? Because I'd really prefer the truth if it's all the same to you. Oh, John, come on now. That, that's, that's just, well, that's just not something we do. So, uh, anyway, I should get back to finding a ship that can help you out. But, uh, HF is going to stay on the line with you for a bit, okay? HF? Right. So, John, you know, all kinds of things can happen here, right? Yes, that's pretty much true anywhere, but even more so on the fairgrounds. Right! The fairgrounds! If anything can happen, it definitely happens here, you know? Sure. And sometimes that anything is pretty good. And sometimes it's really bad. Okay, HF, I don't know where you're going with this, but can you not talk to me like I'm Miss Sophie? There's at least one big difference between us. I understand my own mortality, and I'm understanding more and more how relevant that is right now. Now don't think like that, kid. You are not going to die today, you hear me? You are not going to die. Okay, sure. Okay. But, I mean, it never hurts to be prepared, right? 
Uh-huh. So, it's like this, kid. I, uh, I really didn't want to bring this up. Probably you already know about it, but in case you don't, well, I, I just thought you should have the option. Do you know about Cthulhu mode? I've heard the term before. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think I can guess. Yeah, well, you know, if we can't get some kind of ship or something out there to you, I'm sure we will, but, you know, if we can't. They say oxygen deprivation isn't the worst way to go. You kind of just drift away into sleep and then... But the thing is, you might have over a day's worth of oxygen left. Might even outlast the batteries, especially with how we've been given the comms a workout. And if that happens, well, then you lose all life support, which isn't just atmosphere, but moisture processing and um, temperature regulation. And if your coolant stops circulating and your body heat starts building up in there, that's that's not so peaceful. So, if it looks like you're getting close to that, but you're not yet, and we're gonna get you out of this, but if, you know, at some point in the future you're in a hopeless situation, what you do is press the first, third, and fifth buttons on your right arm controls and hold them down. It'll ask you on the screen if you want to engage Cthulhu. And if you do, then you hold down the second and fourth buttons and keep holding them down. It'll ask you if you're sure, and if you are, you just keep holding until it says engaged. And then it'll rejigger what you're breathing to make you feel really, really good. You know, before. You'll drift away, but you'll be happy. Really, really happy when you do. First, third, and fifth, then second and fourth. Yes? That's it. I mean, if it comes to that, which it won't, <laughs> but, you know, I just thought that was information you should have for the future. I'm sure we'll have some good news for you any time now. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, HF. Let me know what comes up. I'll be here a while. Later, kid. Okay. Well, at least I have some kind of a plan. It's not exactly plan A, but it's a plan. I guess I'll just spend some time looking at the stars and delaying the inevitable. Not a bad way to delay the inevitable. The fairgrounds actually looks really lovely from this distance. I guess not too many people have ever seen it this way. Seven at most. Not that the view is worth the price, but hey, there are worse things to look at. <sighs> what are those five stages of death supposed to be? Anger, denial, bargaining, depression, and acceptance? Weird. These are stages? The depression part, well that's nothing new. Guess I had a bit of denial at the start. Never had anything to bargain with, so that really didn't enter into it. 
Acceptance. I was accepting this was pretty hopeless from early on. Anger, though? I mean... I may be a bit annoyed, but I don't really feel angry. Commander! Whoever! I don't want to talk to you right now. Stop trying to cheer me up! No more pretending this isn't happening. Just let me drift off into my obviously unavoidable death. I just want to try and relax so I can swallow the obligatory final serving of shitty goddamn luck off the 12-course menu of catastrophe that has made up my entire not-very-long-and-certainly-not-getting-any-longer life. Okay? Hey, John. Oh. Oh, jeez, Stell. They, uh... They told you. Yeah. They really kind of had to, don't you think? So... I was kind of hoping you, uh... Where are you? On the bridge? No, they, they patched me through from the commander's office. They figured we might want some privacy. That's good. So... Okay, first off, everyone's been lying to me, and I know it, so please, no more lies, alright? I wouldn't lie to you, Johnny. I'm going to die out here. You're going to die out there. Everyone knows it. I know it. There's no ship. There's no plan. There's nothing. There's nothing anyone here can do. They tried. They really did, but... No. Thank you. Thank you for being honest, Stella. And I, I... I'm sorry, I mean, oh god, that's stupid to say. I know you're gonna be fine. You're a badass. I know in the old days, sanitation was having funerals every week. John, stop. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. Oh, no, I, I mean, it's not like I'm getting eaten in front of you. John, it's not... Look, Johnny, neither of us wants to make this harder on the other because that's who we are and that's what we're most afraid of, of being too much or too little or too weak or too strong or too weird or too whatever for everyone else. What we have, though, it, it works. It just works. It's really good for us. And we keep walking on eggshells because we're both scared of screwing it up. You don't know what these past months have meant to me. And I'm so sorry because I don't want to make your dying even harder on you by letting you know how much this is going to hurt me, but there was just so much that I wanted us to do and so much to say. I know what I haven't said to you, and I've been wanting to. No. No, not... not this way. Just hold on to it. I don't want to hear it unless I'm looking in your face. Stella, that's just not going to happen. John, okay, yes, you know how many times I've been close to death, right? Or at least how many times I've told you about the last few years fighting the vent biters. It wasn't just seeing everyone around me killed. It was knowing it would be me one of those days. And I knew that, but you know what? Even though I knew it, I never completely believed it. Not 100%. And then nine months ago, I wound up in escape pod Bay 17, and I was trapped. That was it. No way out. And it was the first time I ever really believed it. It was my time. My life was over. The one thing I held on to was that one person out there had let me know they cared and that they would miss me. And that made it not okay, but a little easier to take. So I was going to die. And then I didn't because that one person, one brilliant goddamn weirdo, figured out a bizarre, ridiculous, beautiful plan that not only saved me and, you know, everyone else on the fairgrounds, but changed my entire life. 
And that person turned out to also be the person I actually wanted to spend all my time with. I, I didn't figure that out alone, though. I had a lot of help, really. Take the damn compliment, you stupid hero. My point is, I can tell you, I know what I believed then, and I know what we both believe now, but you're always full of surprises. Listen, Stella, what I said about my whole life just being a string of bad luck, that isn't... I mean, yeah, if this had happened to me a year ago, I would have just kind of accepted it. Of course, this is it. This is how my life ends, with nothing to show for it. Who will even notice I'm gone? But now... There's us, yeah. And there's someone else here who's definitely going to notice. Oh. Shit. He's there. He knows the whole truth. He's here. He knows. How's he doing? Is he freaking out? He's... You should probably talk to him now. He's been waiting in the commander's bathroom for me to finish. He said something about checking out the acoustics. I don't know. I should get him now, right? It'll be a few seconds. I have to give him the heads up and then duck out of the room. I think he'd better. It's... It's really strange. I mean, I don't want to say that it's... Would you check in on him after this? Just, he's going to need a human around, not just for his cultural database. Of course. No, no, John, I get it. Yeah, weird, but it's going to be harder to say goodbye to him than to me. I get it. Don't worry, I'll keep an eye on him after. I mean, not literally, obviously, but yeah, so. All right, I'm going to go get him now. See you sometime, Johnny. Okay. I love you, Stella. I had to say it anyway. Right. Althar. Get it together, John. You can do this. Greetings to you, friend, John! Althar was most distressed to hear the troubles from your extravehicular equipment, but perhaps this will be making cheer! Althar is planning the very finest of dinners for this evening whenever Fred John is making his return. What dishes are most desired for the celebratory meal, please? Althar. Oh, Althar, I'm so sorry. For what are you making apology, Fred John? I thought they told you. Althar, there's... That's not happening. They don't know how to get me home. appreciate the effort, Althar, but it's more like a lost cause. I mean, the odds were never great in the first place, and at this point- Yes, Althar is knowing the odds of Ferenditron returning to the fairgrounds. Althar has recalculated them several times himself. Althar is knowing the reality of the situation, Ferenditron. It is not to worry on Althar's behalf. 
Okay, buddy, so... So Arthur is asking again, what dishes are most appropriate for this celebratory meal when Franjan is returning home from his most thrilling and perilous adventure? Althar, I'm not coming back. It's not happening. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry for you and for Stella, but there's nothing I can do. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing the commander or HF can do. There's nothing anyone can do. This is it, Althar. I'm not going to be home for dinner. I, I won't be having any more dinners. And that sucks, but it's the truth. And you're going to have to deal with it. You'll be okay, I promise. There are other humans, you know. There are no other friends, Johns. Well, technically there's one back on Earth. Do not be foolish, friend John. That John is a stranger to Althar. Yeah, okay, but listen, I told you on the first day we met, I'm just an ordinary human. I'm nothing special. You'll... you'll find another human friend, and Stella... well, I mean, she'll be okay. Yes! Supervisor Vase will be okay, and Elvar also, because the celebrated cleverness of friend John that has made such great impressment on Elthar on so many occasions, is certain to be solving this difficulty. Friend John has gotten himself out of many, many scrapings in the past that were making this situation look like a walk in the hydroponics. So, if Friend John does not wish to think about the dinner menu, then he should instead be thinking about what is in front of him and how he can be unscraping himself this time. And not about how Supervisor Reyes and Althar will be feeling if he is not arriving for dinner, because that is something that Supervisor Reyes and Althar can be thinking about for themselves, if that is a thing that must happen. But it is not a thing Althar will think about until it has happened, because Althar believes it is foolish to be borrowing sadness from future troubles. So, Althar is asking you to wait, and think, and try, please. And then Alva will not make unnecessary thinking about the things he cannot control, and instead think on the things he can control, like the grocery shopping, for which he is already behind the schedule, and which he would make starting of if only Fred John would tell him what dishes he should be preparing for dinner, please. <laughs> okay, buddy, I, uh, I can't really think about dinner right now, you understand, so just make whatever seems right to you. You always do a great job. Mm. Always is somewhat the exaggeration, as Arthur knows he is still making many mistakes. But he accepts that this is said in the spirit of friendship. So, if Fred John is having no requests... Yes! Arthur will choose a dish that he is certain he will be preparing correctly. And now, Althar really must hasten to make the shopping, so please do not take too much longer in making rescue of yourself, friend John. Althar would not like your dinner to be getting cold. Okay, friend Althar. I'll be there as soon as I can. <sighs> okay. So, nothing else to do. I've said goodbye to everyone. Everyone who would let me, anyway. Yes, all that's left is to kick in the Cthudo mode and slowly fade away. 
Like HF said, easiest way to go. Drift away. Okay. Buttons one, three, and five. Confirmed. So now two and on the other hand wait 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 Althar said wait Althar said think Althar said I would know what to do sure well, everything I've ever done right seemed to work because I wasn't doing what the manual said I was supposed to do, I was just using my instinct and thinking like the thing I had to fix. Yeah. Okay, I'm a busted propellant pack. What's my deal? No, 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 the pack isn't busted, the pack is probably fine. The problem is it's not firing. Start from the top, John, start from the top. I'm a busted spacesuit. What's wrong with me? I'm a really stupid suit. No, no, no. I'm not stupid. I'm simple. Cheap. No, not cheap either, really. Just simple. Everything in me is put together in the most direct way possible. Monitor says thruster controls are fine. Monitor says thrusters are fine. So assuming the monitors aren't busted, which I might as well do because I'm seriously screwed if they are, there's a break in between thrusters and control. Probably another tiny damn wire. So where is this wire, and what can I do with it? There's no way to know where it is. There's too many wires, too many possibilities, so nothing I can do. Shit. No, no, no. Althar said think about the things you can control, not the things you can't. So what can I do? Think. First step, activate the thruster propellant. How? No controls. Okay, hotwire it. Can't get out of the suit to hotwire it, right. So, can I do anything with the arm controls? No, those are just buttons, none of which will bypass a busted wire. They only work if they're connected to their targets. So, connections. Where are the main junctions in this thing? Right in front of me, waist level. Can I access them from inside the suit? Yes, there's a maintenance panel on the inside of the junction pack. I could pop that off and... and... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get to those junctions, I get in there, and I think, I think, I could just trigger the pack in a straight burst. As long as I'm still pointed toward the fairgrounds. Oh, man. Oh, man, I could do this. I could do it. If I just had a third hand on my stomach, I could do it. I don't have a third hand, so I'm screwed. No, 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 stop, stop. Access panel in front of my stomach. Is there any way I can manage to touch it? Well, there's one, but I don't think I'm capable of concocting an erotic fantasy precisely calibrated enough to make that a workable solution. So, onward. Mrs. F would probably tell me to just grow a new hand. Which is why Mrs. F is fun to have around, but the last person you'd go to for advice. Right. So, need a hand. Hands are in the suit gloves at the end of the suit sleeves attached to this big, dumb suit. Big, dumb suit, with a lot of slack. Big, one-size-fits-nobody suit with a ton of extra space in it. Could I... Can I work my arm back around in... inside here? 
I... Oh, oh, yeah, I think... I think I can just... Oh, wait a minute. If I manage to get my arm out of the sleeve and this doesn't work, then I probably won't be able to get it back in. I'll be stuck with no way to turn on Cthulhu mode even if I wanted to. Of course, if this doesn't work, the end result will be the same either way, it's just that getting there will be a whole lot less pleasant, so... Yeah, okay, let's do this. Alright, arm inside and jammed up against my chest. Not sure if that's an improvement, but it's something. And I didn't dislocate my shoulder, so let's count that as a win. Right. Now, down to the... So, that little bump that's been poking me in the stomach should be the junction. Can I pop the cover off? Hey! One thing turned out to be easier than expected. So, what have we got going on in here? If I'm remembering the layout right, this one should be the basic ignition control line for the main propulsion unit which is triggered by this one. So, if I pull this wire out and jump it to trigger from here, what can I use for the jump? And my finger would probably conduct it. Wouldn't be pleasant, but wouldn't do more than burn me a little bit, assuming the amps are at normal levels. Oh wait, why would I assume that? Okay, is there anything else in here I can use? Something I can detach? No belt, my jumpsuit's got nothing, except Oh. Oh. Oh, where are you now, you inconvenient bastard? Okay, then. WSS! There we go. And I get it off my... There. Great. Got it. So, I pull this wire, and then this wire, and I guess all that's left is to use the pager to jump them, and fingers crossed that the problem isn't between this wire and the pack. Here we go. Yes! Yes! And again! It's working! Oh hell, it's working! I'm slowing up! Okay, keep going, keep going. Simone Jones, and no, I think I've almost stopped. Now... I think I'm moving back. Come on. Oh, jeez. The fairgrounds. It's definitely getting bigger. Hmm. Might overshoot this a bit. And I used up all the fuel to my guidance jets. Crap. Okay, okay, if I can twist my torso forward, I should be able to adjust my vector using the main pack. A bit. Bend back and. Oh man, that looks perfect. Almost dead on. Hey, maybe I'll get really lucky and this will burn out the speakers on the damn pager. Hey, hey, Bridge, anyone there? Channel open, can you hear me? Hello? John B? Were you saying something? Were you screaming? Or railing against your impending death? Amber, no, I fixed it! Or, well, almost. Uh, hold on a sec. That doesn't sound 
No, it's just I had to adjust my trajectory a little bit, but it's all right. I'm all right. I'm on my way back. Commander, it's John B. He fixed it. He's coming back. John? John B. Is Amber confused or just sounding like it? Are you really okay? Well, I don't know about okay, but I'm on my way back. What the hell? I worked out a kind of steering system, but it's uh, not as well insulated as I'd like. I'll explain the whole thing when I'm back on board, which shouldn't be too long now. It looks like I'll probably make contact somewhere around the middle of Ayn, maybe 33 or 34. So can you let the bots know I'm on my way? And I could probably use some help getting into the airlock. Absolutely. And I'll put the word out to everyone else too. I'm sure they'll want to put together a welcome back party at the egg. Sounds great, but I'm gonna have plans when I get back. Tell everyone I'll see them tomorrow, okay? Will do. And John, welcome back to the fairgrounds. Hello? Bridge? Amber? Commander? Stalin bot? <sighs> okay, Frawl. I know you're in here. Do you want to talk now? Hello, John B. And congratulations. How long have you known I was inside your spacesuit? The first time they said they couldn't find you. I figured you had to be staying away on purpose, and then I got angry thinking about how you could probably save my life with a thought if you felt like it. And then I thought about how you once said there's a reason you don't just go around doing that all the time, so then I figured this was one of those times you had a good reason not to help, and you were probably just avoiding me because you didn't want to hear me begging you to save my life. But I didn't think you'd just vague out on the situation like this, so why not keep an eye on me from in here? Very clever, John. But then Althor is right. You always have been. Maybe I'm actually beginning to understand how you think. Uh, let's not be too presumptuous here, John B. I mean, after all... Right. Okay, Frawl, I'm just gonna ask. I'm sure you've gotten this plenty of times before, but... Only once, in fact, John B. Most people actually don't want to know the answer. Oh. Well, then... Are you God, Frawl? Or a God? Or I, I... I don't know. I... I don't know. Might be closest without going over. Human language is a very limited thing, John B. And in yours, yes, the most accurate term for me might be a God. But at the same time, that word is so incredibly imprecise as to be useless. I am fallen bar. Almost all matter and energy in this universe is within my potential control. I exist in 27 dimensions most times and many spaces. Many, not all? No, John. Of course, I could be everywhere at once if I really put my mind to it. But that would make things uncomfortable, don't you think? Oh. Well, thanks for giving us mere four-dimensional beings some privacy, I guess. Hmm. It's not so much that, as it is that so much of everywhere is awfully depressing. That office of yours, for instance. Right. So, speaking of depressing, if you can be anywhere, why the fairgrounds? Why take a commission in the League of Human Space Command, of all things? And, and why now? I mean... 
I know that after all this time, I should probably just accept that your reasons are unknowable, but... Unknowable doesn't necessarily mean unintelligible. Some places and times are more important than others, even to me. And there are events that I'd like to be present for. Something is happening at the fairgrounds right now, and most of us here, almost everyone you talk to today, in fact, are part of it. There's only one thing that we, these beings, have in common. All of us are going outside ourselves, going past our own limits, like you did today. But you've been doing that pretty much every day since you arrived here, if you think about it. Wait, us? How does a well-nigh omnipotent energy being go outside themselves? By setting themselves limits. It may seem easy from your perspective for me to stand by and do nothing, but it is not. It is painful, John. When I consider the big picture, and you are physically incapable of comprehending just how big that picture is, I can force myself to hold back and say no, even when the results hurt me. So you're saying me and my friends are special for some reason? Like, cosmically? Each of you individually? Eh, you're okay. But all of you together? The galaxy will change, John. All because a certain group of beings were here, together, right now. Uh. You know, sometimes I start to think you really are something like a god, and then sometimes I think you're just making all this up as you go along because you like flotting with us. And sometimes both. Why, John B., maybe you are beginning to understand how I think. And it looks like you'll be coming up on I-33 shortly, but I think you're going to want to make one last trajectory adjustment to avoid getting tangled in that comms relay antenna. Sorry. Eh, after six or seven times, it's not the pain, it's the surprise that makes you yell. Anyway, thanks, Frawl. I didn't understand half of what you were talking about, as usual, but it was good talking to you. Here's something you'll understand. Welcome home, John B. Listening to Life with Althar, episode 18. This episode was written by Ian W. Hill for Gemini Collision Works and starred John Amir as John B., Ivana Cullinan as Commander Toriana, Eli Ganeas as HF, Amanda LaPergola as Mrs. Frontenac, Chris Lee as Chip Prinkle, Zuri Washington as D, Derek Peterson as Stops, Barrett Johnson as Althar, and Alyssa Simon as Lieutenant Commander Frog. And also featured Linus Gelber, Olivia Baseman, Ian W. Hill, Holly Pocket McCaffrey, Rose Andre, Philip Cruz, Lex Friedman, and Anna Stefani. Life with Althar was created by Barrett Johnson and Ian W. Hill. Barrett is the supervising producer, showrunner, and script supervisor. Ian is the audio producer, sound designer, and technical supervisor. The writer's room consists of Barrett, Ian, John, Amanda, Chris, Philip, Lex, and Linus. 
theme and interstitial music composed and performed by Anna Stefanik. Life Without Our logo and illustration by Dean Hatfield. Library music and sound effects licensed from Storyblock. The entire production is copyright 2020 Gemini Collision Works. We'll be back in two weeks with another Tale from the Fairgrounds. But right now, let's finally get back on board and listen in as John B. returns to Aleph One Sweet Sea. Althar, I'm home. And John's timing is of perfection as always. Althar has just finished making the delicious dinner for Althar and friend John. Althar asked Supervisor Reyes to be joining in the meal also, but she said that she would be coming by afterward with a good bottle. She did not say if there would be anything inside it, but Althar is not doubting that the bottle of Supervisor Reyes will be of the greatest excellence. Huh, yeah. Oh, that smells delicious, Althar. Yes, it is the favorite food of comfort for friend John, if Althar is remembering correctly. The meatloaf with cream of mushroom sauce. Oh, wow. That's perfect. Thanks. Would Fred John wish to talk about his work cycle? Or is this a bad day that it is best to be forgetting quickly? Huh. Well, it wasn't fun. I mean, I guess now that I think about it, I've actually objectively had worse days at work, even on the I nearly died scale, which would probably be terrifying if I thought harder about it, but yeah, this one found some new and unusual ways to mess me up. Although, I guess it also surprised me in some good ways I could never have predicted. But yeah, I definitely hope nothing like that ever happens to me again. Then let us not be speaking of it just now, friend John. Dinner is ready. Please sit and enjoy this common, everyday human meal. Althar, look. I know you're trying to act like today was just a normal day, but I want you to know that I'm only here because of you. When I talked to you, I had already given up. I wouldn't have even bothered trying to save myself. I wouldn't have believed I could if you hadn't been- It is not necessary to discuss, please. The day was of much difficulty, but you were solving it and it is over now. Okay, okay, I'll stop. Hey, do you want a pointer about human culture? Oh! Always! Please, friend John! Well, if you want to get more comfortable with talking like we do, the way a human might say that would be, shut up and eat your meatloaf. Oh, no! Friend John! Althar would never be silencing his dear friend! It is not to be thought of! Come on, get outside yourself, Althar. We all have to sometimes. Use of rudeness is a most complex human phenomenon. Althar is not prepared for this level of discourse. He must achieve a much greater understanding before he is even considering the attempt. Well then, Althar, if you're not going to take that risk, I guess I can just sit here and let my dinner get cold while I talk about how totally doomed I was today. Floating out there all alone, before you came along to encourage me... <laughs> Yes, Althar? Friend John is to be shutting up and eating his meatloaf! 
ranch done? <laughs> yeah, that was great, Althar. That was perfect. 